Hello and welcome to the Rant and Rave Podcast. I'm Dave. And I'm Frank. Dave, I gotta love that intro music, man. The heat is definitely on, brother. The heat is on. So great to see you and uh, great to connect with everyone in the new year. Man, after that Iowa business, the heat is on, brother. Absolutely. It is smoking out there. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Rant and Rave Podcast. Uh, we got a lot to cover, um, some awesome breaking news. Um, as predicted, every day of 2024 is going to be hellaciously awesome <laughs> and uh, disturbing at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you get in this crazy world of ours. Hey, we are recording this on the 17th of January in the year of our Lord, 2024. Let's, so let's dive right into it. Right into Donald it, Trump. Yeah. Biggest uh, Iowa yeah. uh, primary win of all Ever. time. Ever. Historical. We know how the Democrats love superlatives. Here's a here's a superlative suppository for you, uh, Democrats. Best ever win. He won every county in Iowa. Every county. Up until he was winning every one. Did you hear this, Dave? Yes. He was, and then the Democrats got wind of it. And of course, Nikki Haley's people are all Democrats. So they had a bunch of Democrats rush to change their uh, election, who they're voting for, right? And they ran out of ballots or something, and then they got and they won that one county by one ballot or something. So right, so ninety eight out of ninety nine counties. Right. They called it after just thirty one minutes. Yeah. Now, what's funny about all this? And this is people. Oh, it's just Iowa. It's just a primary. It doesn't matter. This has reset. Yeah. The globe. I'm talking 100%. not just the United States. Well said, brother. It's amazing how something like and you have to see is believing. So yeah. for months, basically, Donald Trump has been polling far ahead. Yeah. So what are the, what are the globalists are thinking? Well, they're thinking. Well, first thing we're going to try and do is get them off all the ballots. Okay, <laughs> we're going to have all this lawfare going on in New yeah. York and Georgia and Florida. Oh, that's not working so good, is it? Because uh, Fannie's no, uh, up to her so eyeballs well. in corruption. Oh, yeah. next thing, let's let's make uh, let's make a little Nikki and uh, and Ronnie Nimrati. Nimrati. And, yep. uh, uh, we'll, we'll give uh, we'll give them all that globalist money because they outspent Trump by like three to four to one when you combine them both three hundred million dollars up until the end of the Iowa primary or caucus exactly and Trump just had some awesome rallies but he didn't really spend all that much money no. good very good ground game this time though so what what is what is <laughs> part three go <laughs> uh, they, they ain't got it the the backflipping they were doing and the pretzel their pretzel logic yeah uh, trying to make this uh, trying to uh, kind of to minimize the yeah. impact of a MAGA Republican win. Yeah. And sure enough, watching all those people line up outside in the freezing weather. Yeah. And and as a last point, I'll throw it back to you here. Yeah. The turnout was quite good. It wasn't turnout 2020 was, level, but it was two, 2012, 2016 level. It was quite good considering how cold it was out It was there. 35 degrees below zero, and people were waiting upwards of one to two hours to either see Trump at a rally, the rally, or to either one or two that he did in person, uh, or actually, you know, caucus there. Dave, it was historic. It was absolutely historic. Um, MAGA is ascendant. Everybody knows it. It starts in the Twitter sphere. Start looking at Laura Loomer and go all the way down, right, through D.C. Drano and all these guys. You start seeing the Twitter sphere light up. All these people that you, that bailed on Trump and bailed on MAGA six months ago went over to Camp Haley, Nikki Haley or DeSantis. Mm -hmm. They are call, They are begging to come back today, They like yesterday and today and so forth. Uh, mm -hmm. And Loomer will have no part of it if you read some of her <laughs> tweets. She's like, not having any of it. Did you see some I, of those? I know. Yeah, a lot of people. People get getting loomered out there. Um, what's yeah. also great within just a couple of days, because the writing is on the wall. Senator Rubio, Senator Lee, Senator Cruz, all you know what we're back in Trump, and this is great because this is only you know this is early early going. Yeah. We need every cent. 
that that you know that Rana doesn't waste on her hairstyle and her makeup and beauty <laughs> treatments. Yeah. Uh, to go towards um, getting these elections fair and square, especially yeah. in the in the in the in the, the the six states that always kind of make the most difference. Yeah. We we need to get this. The ground game in Iowa was was fantastic. Can you imagine if we put um, two hundred and fifty million dollars yes. of big donor money into election uh, integrity, uh, sanctity, yeah. integrity, and so yep. forth, and and all? I mean, it's just she's got to go. I mean, we got to get her out. Hopefully, that'll happen later this month or February. Once he has New Hampshire and South Carolina at his yep. back, he's going to ask her to step down. Watch for that. I'm going to I'm going to go out and predict I, on that. It can't come uh, soon enough. That's what two three weeks. It's it's got to come. You know, the yeah. sooner the better. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the knockout punch is going to be in the next two two weeks. It happens one very quickly, I believe, at this point, right? Yeah, yeah. South Car- uh, New Hampshire's up next. South Carolina next. Super Tuesday after that. Uh, and that's it. And then we got to rally around. And of course, I guess the big news was Vivek Ramaswamy yeah, uh, coming to coming up on the tailwinds of, of Trump. Now, a little bit of inside baseball for the rant and rave listeners at home. While that may have seemed like seemed like a kind of cool surprise and whatever, uh, I can tell you that was months in the making. Predicted, yeah. So, so that was very predictable. It was months in the making. Uh, he knew months ago he would after the Iowa caucus he was going to bow out. He's a smart businessman. He was never going to win the nomination, but he is great at getting uh, young people on board. His Twitter following is crazy. Uh, and so he is going to play. And Trump said this during his uh, uh, speech after the caucuses in Iowa. Uh, Ramaswamy will play a very important role mm. in the Trump administration, 47th administration. My guess, chief of staff uh, or potentially press secretary. And you know what, Dave? The C-SPAN ratings will go off the charts if he's press secretary because that will be fun to watch. That was exactly my guess. One of those two positions. Yeah. Um, and it was it was funny on, on his speech when he when he he's up there and, and clapping uh, Trump on the back. You could tell Donald's just going uh, rolling his eyes. OK, let's wrap it up there, buddy. Yeah. Let's wrap it up. I love you. <laughs> exactly. Let's wrap it up. This is yeah. my show. It's all I'm about a little me. tired. I've yeah. been up all, all night long. Let's yeah. move on. <laughs> it's the one thing you, you know, I just know from certain people I know that you have to learn if you're working for uh, President Trump. It is all about him. Yes, uh, I mean it's, it's. I mean it's all about the country, obviously, and MAGA. Mm-hmm. But if he's on the stage, it's his stage. He is it the is. commander in chief, not you. So, <laughs> so Vivek will have to learn uh, proper protocol. Uh, you know, the clock's ticking, buddy. Let's just, move it just along, just like Steve Bannon <laughs> did, and just like many others had to learn the hard way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's anyway. Very exciting. It's just it's it's great to actually just see it, and you know, seeing his belief, like I just said, um, yeah. and, and this is just the start of all 2024. The next step. We're going to go through New Hampshire. We're going to go through yeah. South Carolina and then kick Rana out on the curb hard yep. and then start start getting some election ter- integrity stuff going because I still see I still see Wisconsin in, is, is an issue. Arizona, they're still they're still recounting 2020. Yeah, I know. They still it's can't brutal. figure out the mess of those two elections. So it's brutal. It's brutal. Hey, Dave, yeah, maybe we, a nice yeah. bridge to your next story, which I think Please. has to do with Davos and, and, yeah. uh, and so, so it's, forth. So it's really but, amazing I mean, how the world works, dude. Yeah. Here we are having the, the kickoff of the the greatest comeback of all time yeah and it seems like the world economic forum has it has a meeting like every other week why are we always talking about these yeah. these a-holes but we are it's, it seems like it's but it's not it's once a year it just seems yeah. like it happens all the time yeah um so yeah well, the, the world the, the, economic global, forum, the global reset is hard to you know keep straight so they gotta, they gotta <laughs> no. meet every two weeks for that but but yes this was this was the class these are the caviar people the champagne and cocaine totally. of course the big the three big yeah uh three c's right there <laughs> caviar champagne <laughs> cocaine the debauchery was in over time they're there right now yeah. in davos switzerland yeah and it's funny let me i'm gonna i want to get some some details out of you on this but i'm still to this day when i talk to other republican friends and you mention anything 
about Klaus Schwab's and Davos, they look at you and go, is that a conspiracy theory? What are you talking about <laughs> that they want to take over the world? It's like, there it is. I They're know. having a huge event on it. All you John Kerry is there I, uh, rubbing against uh, Schwab, yeah. and they, they're talking about taking over Kerry, the world. It's, not, I mean, it's dude, on their Kerry, website. Kerry's Kerry, Kerry such, a, such a smart dude, right? I mean, he resigns his position as climate czar three days before the event so he can rub up on every Davos funder over there for his next <laughs> job, even though he's married to a multi-billionaire Heinz family heiress. I mean, what's the guy is just, just pathetic and ridiculous and needs to go the way of Al Gore and just go off into the wasteland because he's just he's just awful. But, you know, one dude that stepped up and, you know, who I, as you know, know uh, reasonably uh, a little bit, uh, Jamie Dimon, chairman CFO of uh, J.P. Morgan Chase, one of the world's preeminent banks out there. And to your point on the opening, Dave, you know when the tide is turning when a guy like Jamie Dimon, who's kind of a lefty, independent, moderate, liberal Certainly type, a globalist. Certainly a globalist. When he did an interview, and I'm going to play like a minute of this for folks at home on CNBC today in Davos, Switzerland. I just want folks at home to listen to what he had to say and how, uh, you know, <laughs> basically how, um, you know, critical that is. Uh, I have to cue it up, of course, first. Now, I, I lost my uh, little bookmark here, Dave, so you can take it for a second. Um, but how critical that is in terms of the sea change in the social media landscape. Yeah, obviously, and probably the most powerful fin private financial uh, person in this country. I mean, he has such power. Um, with, with his with his bank, and he's very influential. I mean, if you want a top ten interview of any citizen, it's him. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and, and so, see, and this was took place in Davos, and and you got it. Yeah, I got it, dude. Yeah, cue, okay, go ahead. Uh, queued up. And uh, folks at home, listen. This is Jamie Dimon, Chairman CEO of J.P. Morgan Chase Bank today in Davos, uh, Switzerland. War is affecting oil gas, food, migration. So you have all these very powerful forces that are going to be affecting us in 24 and 25. So if I was the government, I would be preparing for what I'm going to do about that, assuming things aren't good. And I just also want to point out, I, I wish the Democrats would think a little more carefully when they talk about MAGA, you know, and you, if you travel this country, you know, and the country's unbelievable. We took our bus trip this year and Leslie Picker was on Spokane and Boise and Bozeman People are growing. They're hungry to grow. They're innovating. It's, it's everywhere. It's not just Silicon Valley. So we've got this great hand. But when people say MAGA, they're actually looking at people voting for Trump, and they think they're voting, and they're basically scapegoating them, that you are like him. Uh, and, but I don't think they're voting for Trump because of his family values. And if you look, just take a step back, be honest. He's kind of right about NATO, kind of right about immigration. Mm -hmm. He grew the economy quite well. China, China Ta virus. Tax reform worked. Mm -hmm. He was right about some of China. I don't. I don't like what he did. No, I said China virus. Yeah, I understand. He, he may have been right. He, he, and I don't like how he said things about I Mexico. I don't like. But he wasn't wrong about some of these critical issues, and that's why they're voting for him. And and I think people should be a little more respectful of our fellow citizens. And when you guys have people up here, you should, have, you should always ask the why. Not like it's a binary thing. You're supporting right. Trump. You're not supporting Trump. Why are you supporting Trump? It's hard to Trump? hate 75 million of your fellow Americans. It's, I, I agree. It's done quite and, you know, the it. Democrats have done a pretty good job with the deplorables, but, hugging on to their Bibles and their beer and their guns. I mean, really? Like, can we just stop that stuff and actually grow up and treat other people with respect and listen to them a little bit? I mean, and, and I do think the economy will affect. And I think this, this negative talk about MAGA is going to hurt Biden's election campaign. Yeah. 
Oh, Man, that was the key takeaway, Dave, bing, right bing, there. Bing. Yep. This negative talk about MAGA is going to hurt Biden's campaign. We know it. We feel it. We see it. We see it out there. Uh, it's it's absolutely true. Jamie Dimon's a, a big-time Davos globalist, but he was spot on with that point. Um, I would have liked to have heard that a year ago, six months ago. <laughs> and, right. But no, he has to wait until uh, the smackdown in Iowa until he unleashes that. So right. uh, I think he's kind of a little weaselly. Lovely to hear it, though. Sure. Um, you know, better late than ne- never. I'm going to throw that under that. We'll, we'll see how, how that goes uh, the rest of the way. But hey, for anybody who isn't aware, we encourage you just to go to the WEF website. Yeah. It's, it, all, it's there. all right it's there. It's black and white. And, and, I mean, Klaus and, Schwab, and, he look, the guy looks like Dr. Evil. You think you look he's like <laughs> some bald guy. He's a bald guy. He looks just like Dr. Evil in the movie. With the accent. They have the Austrian the, accent. He has the accent. He looks like, he physically looks like Dr. Evil. They have the book right on the website that lays out their vision, their mission for a new world order, global reset, get rid of farmland, feed you bugs. I mean, all of that climate change. I mean, it's, it's not us making this stuff up. That's in their policies. So let's talk about that. That is definitely their big push this time around. Is we've all, we've seen this amazing pushback uh, in Germany and other uh, European countries. Right. The farmers are rising up. Yeah. And in direct contrast, and this is actually, I'm telling you, they're a little. I'm not going to say scared, but their antennas are up at in Davos. Oh, yeah. They usually get a bully the way to anything. Yeah. And here they are, a hardcore press. Uh, and we know what the last time when they wanted to get rid of farmers. We, we all remember what happened in in, the, in Ukraine in the 1950s, where Stalin got rid of all the farmers, and not you know nine million people starved overnight. Sure. Do, would they mind if they repeated that? No, they want that to happen. Yeah. They want they want to get rid of all the yeah. quote unquote while they while they dine on their their wagyu beef. And, and, exactly. And as I always say, what's what's right behind that? The, the only way that the the way Dave that you need to know why that is uh, absolutely a fact and is intentional is happening. Who are the two largest single private owners of farmland in the United States? Number one is Bill Gates, two hundred fifty thousand acres yeah. of farmland. Number two is a Chinese Communist Party official through an entity. He owns about two hundred thousand acres of farmland. So. It, it's right there. I mean, it's right it there. Change, why yeah. why would these two guys be owning that much farmland, right? There's no benefit to them. There's no big tax write-off. It's like, you know, there's it's connected. It's definitely connected. Yeah, the, the, uh, yeah. the bottom line is the Great Reset agenda is right in front of us. It's very clear. It's very clear that uh, the Obamas and the Bidens take their marching orders from these people, uh, the George Soros's of the world. Um, and it's all about that they want to own everything and they want you to own nothing. Yeah. I don't care if it's from a movie or yeah. to a house. They want to take away your factories yep. and your all farms and your yep. furniture. They just want you to rent. Rent and, and you'll be happy. You'll be a you'll Russian. Be happy. You'll be, you're, if, look, if you're under 35 right now, you're a Russian serf. You will never own anything. You will like it. If you keep voting, hey, look, vote for whoever you want. It's a free country. I don't care. But, you know, if you keep voting for Biden and the Democrats and these radical left Marxist policies, you own it, brother. You Sorry. are you, you deserve to be poor. You deserve to be in a rental the rest of your life, your life. You deserve to own nothing and have nothing. Because if that's if you're supporting those kind of policies with your vote, you deserve every ounce of it. Hey, I don't want to hear dime one from any Democrat ever about taxes, about the homeless, about all this stuff that they are creating. So, and oh my gosh, my my daughter, she can't find a place to live, and some homeless person uh, beat her up. So that's on you, lady. Yeah. <laughs> that's on you for exactly. your idiotic voting patterns over the last thirty years and keeping people like uh, uh, you know our moron governor out here in power. So. Exactly. Um, 
that's the end of the Davos uh, story. Um, it's thankfully it's only four days, I believe. Yeah, <laughs> they, they they do a lot of damage in a short amount of time, though. Let me well, tell I got, you. I, t- I tell you, man, I got a, I got a tail end story. It's a little bit in the weeds, but it's a very important story. Tail Please. end story to the Davos thing. So this just broke on Steve Bannon's war room a day or two ago. The state treasurer of the state of Utah is a guy named Marlo Oaks, and thank God this guy came along. The uh, Securities and Exchange Commission was going to create in the United States these things called NACs, natural asset companies, basically uh, until he came along, and they've now withdrawn this proposal. Um, This is absolutely crucial. It's tied into the Globalist Climate Change Initiative. It's basically a new type of company called a natural asset company or NAC for public investment. They would trade publicly on a stock exchange. They would have tickers. Anybody could invest in them, including foreign entities and foreign countries. And the proposal really poses significant risks to rural economies by creating a mechanism by which public and private land, by the way, the western half of the United States, 90% of the land is all federal government land, where it can be permanently removed from productive use, meaning farmland, mining, et cetera, oil and gas, to use in the name of solving climate change, right? Oh, God. So that yeah. is the whole angle. And they can use these, they can use these basically these NACs and uh, land use easements, which used to be issued by, are still issued by the Department of Agriculture and others for farmers and the like, they can be overridden. It's written into this rule in the SEC. They could be, over, land use easements can be overridden. So you can have a 2,000 acre ranch in Montana with a land use easement. And be, if this passed, which it won't now, it just got repealed, just got pushed back, then they could override you and essentially take over your land. So, I mean, good for uh, State Treasurer Marlo Oaks, the State Treasurer of Utah. Huge shout out to him. Um, this issue is probably not going away. They took a quiet run at this uh, right after Iowa. Of course, the, the comment period to the SEC was the, the last day for comment period was like the day of the Iowa caucuses. So they timed this perfectly to slip it through. But thankfully, it's not going to go through, at least not now. Great story to bring up. I barely heard about this, and this just ties in exactly what we're talking about. They absolutely do want to control our lives and take away yeah. our livelihood. Yeah. And there it is in black and white. Black and white. Yeah, I posted on all our socials, so folks go to at Rant and Rave 1776 on Twitter, Getter, We We're all, all, over the, all over the internet uh, social, but check out the full story. Good. Uh, I do want to wrap up with this. We'd reported on this last week, and this is important. Uh, we reported that uh, you know the Iranian-backed rebel group, the Houthis, had been uh, causing Houthi, all kind of havoc Houthi, in the Houthi Red and Sea. The blowfish? Houthi and the Blowfish. Houthi and the Blowfish, without yeah. the good songs. Um, and we remember we, we we actually you know dropped a few missiles on their heads. Um, yeah. Oh, I, bet, I wonder how how that worked out. Yeah, not so good. Within That's days good. of yeah. of that, their response was they've destroyed one of our uh, uh, ships out there, the Gibraltar Eagle. Yeah. According to ship. U.S. Central Contain- Command, no injuries. Ship. Yeah, yeah, they didn't destroy it, but they they, yeah. they not a military ship, right? It was a, it was a commercial vessel. Ship. Yeah, uh, but that uh, without they don't care. Do what no. you want, Americans. They're gonna yeah. they're gonna they, they fear nobody, yeah. and this does have real world consequences, showing our yeah. weakness. So at the same time, they didn't. I don't have an exact day on this, but another um, a Yemen bound shipment of Iranian weapons which was going to the Houthis to cause all kind of damage. Some Navy SEALs had been tracking it. Right. And unfortunately, they lost their lives uh, uh, in their boat. So the, uh, the boat either capsized or it was shot out, shot wow. down. But they were doing the Lord's work. And just one of these little things that you don't really just you can't you don't really even grab onto. But right. the, the, the Red Sea is very narrow. 
Yeah. And there is so much traffic going up and down. And these, these oh, Navy SEALs were, do, were doing the Lord's work trying to, you know, yeah. stop the, this uh, weapons shipment going to the Houthis, and uh, they're it's, lost now. It's so. ridiculous. It's a, thanks Ugh. for bringing that up, Dave. It's, a, it's our hearts and you know, prayers go out to their families, obviously, serving our country. You know, the Red Sea is a shooting gallery, and it put harms. We, we should keep all our military assets in the Eastern Med. There's no reason why we need to have a carrier strike group or a destroyer sitting off the, the tip of the Saudi Arabian Peninsula, 50 miles from Yemen, where the Houthis are launching lawnmower-driven drones, yeah. you know, and dropping, like, ordnance that cost them, like, 500 bucks, and we shoot, you know, $10 million missiles at them uh, to take them out. I mean, I, and it, my, here's my solution, Dave. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a, a, a diplomat at heart, but, you know, sometimes you just got to drop a Moab, mother of all bombs, <laughs> M-O-A-B, take out, take out the whole bunch of them, baby. And yet another reason why we have to drill, baby drill, and become completely energy independent again so, so we can knock off enough of this, you know, hey, if you want to cause havoc over there in Midi's, Midi's fine. We got, our, we got all the oil we need right here, baby. Totally. It's the secret of success. Dave, great to see you this week, folks. Thanks for tuning in and listening to the show. Really appreciate it. And don't forget to check us out on all your favorite podcast platforms of choice. We are everywhere and on social media at Rant and Rave 1776. Stay tuned for continuing political coverage as we get close Closer to New Hampshire and South Carolina. Big prediction, not Trump is going to win. Get on the Trump train or it's going to run you over. Dave, we'll see you down the road on the right side.